0: Welcome to the Real Estate Reserve Podcast with your hosts, Jason Balin and Ian Horowitz. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing?
1: What's up, man? How are you doing? I feel like we haven't been on here this week. I don't even know what to do. It's like... We're amateurs. It's
0: it's Friday, baby. It's Friday. It was uh yeah, we did what we did a live on Tuesday, and I kind of forgot I had to use all these controls. I'm setting all this up and I forgot, but we're live. So uh that's the good news. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to six PM Friday night. Uh, Friday, May first. We're time stamping all of these videos and and feeds, obviously super important because we're still in the midst of everything and things are changing very regularly so a lot of the topics that we have discussed in the past might not be uh, relevant anymore and vice versa so just want to make sure we're time stamping everything um, everything for everybody so welcome to the real estate reserve podcast so pretty interesting stuff I was just thinking about it seems like everybody I know in real estate right now is super super busy seems like in general real estate as a whole like people are more in the weeds, and more crazy than before. It could be that a lot of the lenders aren't lending anymore. So the lenders that are still lending are very active. Uh, it could be that a lot of real estate investors in general are kind of uncertain. So things are on pause until they're back. It seems that you know consumer confidence and investor confidence is a little bit down right now. So in general, uh, everybody who is still working and actively grinding day to day is doing so. And uh, you know, obviously, that's a good thing, and the strong is going to continue to survive.
1: Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's definitely been a crazy time. I will comment first. I can't find how the heck to share these. Facebook changed its stupid feed around, so uh, we'll have to do it at a later point. But yeah, no, uh, this week, and I, I think that's the reason we didn't get have a chance to go live as much is that we really got bogged down back to like tra- I don't say transactional type work, but it seems like real estate's back on, like. It's moving. It's shaking. Uh, today was a big day, May first, right? Um, with you know, are people going to pay rents or mortgage payments going to uh, get paid? And honestly, for us, you know, status quo rents are coming in. Um, those that were in need of help uh, are pretty much in the same position. Those that you know consistently pay, we had no issues with all of our auto pays, and we're on the move. I mean, I think we've uh, we've really lucked out through all this. Um, you know, so I do agree that you see real estate back on. I think there's a lot of news over the last weekend and early part of this week um, that put a lot of consumer cap- confidence back in place. Um, now, granted, we're in we're in Maryland. Uh, I don't want to get too political, but, you know, we're doing stuff a little different than a lot of other states. So it'd be interesting to see how the market comes back or doesn't come back. So um, sure. That's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with that. You know, we had. um. I guess the, the problem is, you know, now there's like talks of like the beach not opening. I know a lot of Airbnb people rely on that. You know, there's talks of uh, stuff not opening up till September. You know, that's, uh, that's a pretty crazy timeline. But for right now, it seems, I would say, and I don't know what you're seeing, um, but I would say confidence is still pretty good. Well, we're not actively looking for new deals. Um, I did have a good conversation with a bank today about refinancing a piece of our portfolio. Um, that we are coming up on a note that we're looking to refinance. And he said, Yep, send it over. We're ready to rock and roll. And uh, we're still actively doing deals. We're, we're dying to do deals.
0: So, yeah, that's good news. I think everybody's dying to do deals, the, but the right deals. You know, we've talked about this from the beginning 40 days ago, uh, and we've continued to. And we've got some scrutiny based on these comments, but we've been very optimistic. We've been cautious, but we've been optimistic in in general and keep in mind at least locally you know there's a lot of predictions of what the ha- what's going to happen with the housing market over the next year and further and i think the most recent prediction was like a 15% decline we haven't seen any of that yet do i believe that we're going to see that absolutely i believe we're going to see that but just by consumer and yes maybe in general consumer confidence as a whole is down i mean keep in mind real estate investing is such a small segment of real estate in kind of in general, um, you know, it's it seems that, you know, everyone who's actively investing are still doing stuff. Projects are still getting done. We're doing draws every day for real estate investors uh, that, you know, that we have rehab loans against. And I see all the projects and I see lots of contractors there. I see the projects getting done. Things are moving along. Whoever is optimistic, proactive, doing the right things right now is going to be going to come on, on top. It's that simple. I mean, there's deals to be had. Do I think, and we can reiterate this, if this is the first time kind of hopping onto this podcast, do I think that uh, there's home run deals out there right now? Not so much. Do I think there's opportunities out there? Sure. The reason I don't think there's home run deals out there is there's not enough pain in the market. April 1st was a big month or a big day. May 1st was a big day. Those are day when mortgage payments are due and tenant uh, and, and residents, rental property payments are due in general. And it, you know, homeowners don't have enough pain be, uh, yet, right? Because maybe they're behind on their mortgage. And I'm talking about in general on a, on a broad level, maybe they're behind on their mortgage, but they're not too far behind their mortgage. The bank can't foreclose on them anyways. So unless they're looking to move or they just need quick cash or they just kind of had enough, they're not going to just walk away and sell their property at a humongous discount. And the same with tenants in general. Now, I will say that I think some of the big landlords or big commercial property owners have a little bit of fear that some of their rentals payments might not have come in in uh, Jan- in, in April and going to continue now. So they might make emotional, harsh decisions, which is the worst way to invest is by making emotional decisions of, I just want out of this business. I'm not getting rent anymore. I'll fire sale these properties and get out. If you're fortunate enough to get involved in a deal like that, that someone's going to fire sale a project, that's fine. I mean, we've been looking at opportunities where um, other institutional-backed hard money lenders have notes that they can't sell on the secondary market, and they're coming to us to see if if we can liquidate some of those notes for them. And again, there's not enough pain in the market. They want to sell them like they were selling them to Peer Street. Like that's not going to work for us. That 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 doesn't that doesn't work. If there's, but again, based on where pain pain is, uh, supply and demand is. There's gonna be opportunities. You know, we we quoted, you know, we 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 had a, a thing that went out to you know our partners and we said, listen, every good opportunity we're gonna to continue to act on right now, but in general, we're slow and steady, right? We're gonna keep moving along, normal business. And when we see a good opportunity, or I shouldn't even say good opportunity, great opportunity, we're gonna jump on it, right? We're not gonna jump on just normal, you know outside the box transactions, unless they're that good. And I think that's what everybody wants to do right now. They wanna keep their normal business in place because you need to keep normal business in place. If you're a full-time real estate investor, you gotta buy properties, you gotta sell properties, you gotta rent properties, you gotta uh, do whatever you're doing inside your business if you're a wholesaler, you gotta wholesale properties, you gotta continue to do business. Um, And obviously now's not the time to do aggressive crazy stuff, but as you're continuing business as usual to do your normal deals, be opportunistic. You know that's where the real money is going to be made in the future.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know it, we did talk about that earlier today, and I, we 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 wound up going down a little uh, a little hole about growth. And I think we should discuss that a little bit further because everybody wants to go out and just do 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 do. I am a victim of my personality of go 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 go. go right. All I want to do is grow. And I will say, uh, luckily over the past few years, I've learned that you know you don't always have to be the biggest you don't always have to be the baddest um you know singles win the game right like remember playing baseball or softball you know hit the singles hit the singles hit the singles and you'll score runs luckily over the past few years that's what we've been doing and now's the time to continue to hit singles look if you're out here and you're still doing what your core business does and you can still hit singles that's great sure there might be a double coming up you know we don't know where the market's going to go like jason said We don't know where the pain is. And if you hit a home run, even better in these times. But if you can continue to hit singles, you can stay on base um, and you can keep your business afloat, you're far ahead of a lot of other people out there. And while I don't want to be dim um, and talk about doom and gloom, people are going to go out of business. Um, I know Jason and his business is witnessing other companies literally turning off lending overnight. Um, in my part in real estate with rental properties, there's going to come a time and place when people have pain—real pain—of not being able to collect rents and not being able to uh, pay their mortgages, and that's where our home runs are going to come in. But until then, we're just going to continue to hit singles, um, and and that's the key to any business, right? And I never thought me of all people would ever <laughs> step up and say something like that. Uh, I guess you could say I've kind of matured over the years, but. Continue to hit singles, and it will work out for you over and over and over again,
0: 100%. I mean, we've been base hitters for 13 years. It's it's very rare that we've hit a home run on a project. Everything's been slow and steady, slow and steady, slow and steady. And then when a really good opportunity comes in, you jump in. And yes, some opportunities are better than nothing. But kind of to reiterate what we just said Uh is, as real estate investors, you got to continue to do business right now. You got to continue to do business, right? You got to continue to pay... To make payroll, to cover your uh, contractors, to cover your current projects that you're doing. Does that mean do bad deals? No. Does that potentially do smaller deals with skinnier margins? And maybe you be more of an operator than um, than a visionary. In the past, I mean, I've talked to many business owners recently that they're back in the field, kind of doing a lot more hands-on stuff than they were doing in the past because they've needed to. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't have. They couldn't either afford their employees or they couldn't kind of sit back and orchestrate orchestrated and that's fine. Um pa- you know part of one of the reasons why we're in general extremely busy right now is you know we're we're cover you know n- number one the transactions are slower in general because you know between title companies people working from home additional people working from home it's a slower process. It's not you know it's not kind of a well-oiled machine like normal like this person does this or this person does this. So a, a lot of that time is set to that but that's what you have to do. I mean When we started our business in 2007, when we are the hard money lending business, like my business partner, Chris and I, we were doing everything. We had to do it. We had to do everything. So we know how to fill in all the gaps when needed. And I think in general, so many people over the last 10 years or at least eight years have gone so fast, so quickly, and then not really even sure what the heck they're doing and then realize they made money on a transaction. And then we do another transaction like that, made money, did another transaction, made money. And half the time, half those deals weren't even that good. But the market continued to go up and up and up and up and up. So like right now is the big stress test to know if the types of deals that you're currently doing, the types of deals that you have not cashed out on yet are going to make money. You know, time will tell. That's that's where it goes. Um, You know, I believe that the deals that people are doing, originating, buying, putting under contract today are probably going to be better than the deals that they did. Forty plus days ago, between forty plus days ago and eight years ago, just because where where it is, there's more opportunities. You know, we we asked, I don't remember who we asked this, either Steve Kavanaugh or Alex, about when they get questions all the time, like when's the best time to get into real estate? Well, the best time to get in real estate was either yesterday. uh, Second best time is today. It's that simple. There's always opportunities when when the market's going up, when the market's going down, when the market's going sideways. There's always really, really, really strong opportunities. And we talked about this again related to long-term holds and rental properties in general, you buy a property today, right? You buy a property today, yep. you underwrite it today. You're going to do the best due diligence and the best job that you the best job that you can in order for that deal to perform. Right. Tomorrow it might go down 10%, right? And you look at yourself and say, okay, you know, I made a bad decision. Well guess what? The property by tomorrow, you use that underwriting and that criteria that you have um, and the resources you have in play tomorrow to determine how you're going to purchase that property right so if you yep. just adjust everything as a whole one property bought for 100 one property bought for 110 one property bought for 80 and you adjust everything in general it'll it'll work out and the beauty the beauty of real estate investing in general is every individual property that we all buy that we lend on that we invest in that we hold as a rental they're all individual assets right yep. you you got some really good ones some dogs and some in the middle and in general you you learn from it and you continue to do so. So, I don't believe that right now is a time that a lot of investors shouldn't be investing in in assets. Do I believe that they should pivot into some smarter shorter term stuff? Um, but maybe not shorter term stuff, but sh- um quicker exit properties? Yes. Absolutely. We we've talked about this with everybody. Everyone that's investing wants smaller properties for flips like smaller construction project for flips. They don't want to get involved in a big condo conversion in Washington, D.C. right now. That's going to take them 11 or 12 months to get permits in a two-year condo conversion process. That's a night. That sounds like a nightmare. They want to get in smaller renovation projects in the median housing price neighborhoods. And then, and then landlords want to get in and out of projects and make sure that they have a good capital stack uh, associated with the transaction that they can get long-term rental stuff. And I'm a, a long-term rental product. In, and I'm glad that you mentioned that right when we started that you reached out to one of your bankers on this. And they're like, absolutely. We're looking for, you know, for strong deals uh, to put on our balance sh- sheet to lend on. And they're happy you as a loyal client is coming back to them so they can deploy money through you because banks are lending hard money. Lenders are lending. I'm not saying everybody is, they might've adjusted their terms, but everybody wants to deploy capital in this space.
1: Yep, A hundred percent. And speaking of deploying capital, I do know that, um, while well, the one bank was willing to fund us, the other bank where the PPP loan came from said that they are not funding because they got all hands on the PPP loan. I did learn an interesting fact, and I'm now I know why some of the community banks are actively going at it. I, I believe they're getting a 5% fee um, for every one that they're closing. So it makes sense why some of the banks are doing that. I had an interesting conversation with my lawyer at like ten o'clock at night. He's like, "Man, I've, I've been trying to get the PPP loan. I, I've gone through two or three different banks that we utilize. He's like, "The bank that you used, People's Bank, reached out and said, 'Hey, if you know you don't have a, um, if you don't have a banking relationship with us, we'll get you approved for the um, PPP if you qualify.'" So I shot an email. I said, "Hey, as a recommendation, you know, like this is a really close friend of ours. Uh, we do a lot of business with." I hope you can look out for him. And I don't think our email had anything to do with it. Just like the uh, he, had, you know, the email stated. Twenty four hours later, he had an approval. Um, you know, and honestly, as a title company and a real estate attorney, there's not a ton of deals going on right now. You know, he's like every day's a Saturday. And I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good um, analogy, as long as you're not drinking every day. Um, but every day can be a Saturday right now if you don't have work to do. Um, so I was glad to see that he got approved for PPP. Um, my cousin who uh, owns an insurance type of, he's not an insurance broker, but he does something for uh, claims, owns a company. I know he got approved and a few other people. So it is good to hear that people are actually getting funded with it. Um, and the CARES 2 Act, I guess, is still rocking and rolling.
0: Um, and there's still funds available for it. it so, wait, so a few things. Yeah, I mean, everybody that I know that applied uh, for or paycheck protection program for the most part that got approvals, and they did it through a local bank that they had a relationship with had got funding at least that for most people yep. I know I can't say the same with the Wells Fargo's and the Bank of America's of the world but I can say with the local bank that you had a banking relationship with, and and again that's putting pressure on them as well to do the you know to help to help you with that so those work related to this this attorney you're talking about he's saying he's not busy at his title company or he is.
1: No, he said it's. Uh, he does a lot of investor work. That's really his wheelhouse. Um, you know, he's not a. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of homeowner type stuff. So he said it's been a little bit slower. Um, you know, they're they're it, still doing deals, but it's not the normal volume that he sure. to do. <clears throat> you know, and I well, guess that's what you got to put in perspective is that it's not his standard volume. You know.
0: Y- yeah, because I, you know, the title companies that I've been talking to seem to be extremely busy and. Uh, just in general, mostly just not headache stuff, but like coordinating stuff when parts parts of the business are shut not shut down, but slower uh, is complicated. So we're you know we have Bill Daly from Liberty Title. If everybody knows Bill, he'll be on uh, three o'clock on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to do a show and and hop hop on. And I wanted to get him on because he's working on some files for us uh, in general. And the interesting thing is, is he's like I've been slammed. Number one, he's got to go to closings and coordinate closings. Uh, I'm not sure if he's the only closer or not, but he has to coordinate closings. And you know, he went through a few things with me on the phone, and I want him to share that with everybody related to, well, I have a, diff- a few different types of ways that we're doing closings. Uh, people come to our conference room, and I sit on the one side with gloves and a mask, and they sit on the one side with gloves and a mask. I've done that. I've had appointments in parking lots where I go to cars and open their window, give them the docs. They sign them. and then they give them back to me. I'm like a bad deal. You know, and and, and everything from that, you know, traveling to other people's places to do that. Um, You know, I know a lot of these big banks won't allow the online remote uh, notaries. Uh, uh, Hopefully that'll change and pass that most big banks will allow that because that will help with some transactions in general. Everything that I've been told, we have not done a closing like that yet, but we've... uh, we're we're comfortable and approved it internally. It just hasn't come up. There's no title exception on, on the commitment. So as long as that's the case, we're comfortable with it. Banks have not fully been yet, but I guess we'll see where that goes. So I'm going to get him to talk. We're going to pin him down and have him talk a good bit about that. But it seems that all the title companies we've been working with seem to be very busy and occupied. Obviously, you know they had this mini refi boom for a long period of time and that's gone and all the and all the refis that existed it was weird they had like a internal secondary market inside each bank as they were uh, inflating rates based on supply and demand and how much they could cover as the rates went down so um you know what I gotta I have my buddy another mortgage guy I'm gonna get him on here next week too remind me of that I'm gonna we'll get Dino broccolino on here from uh from SunTrust. He'll do this with us. I'm curious to see what he's seen because I haven't talked to him since all of this went down. So we'll get him on here, we'll see what he's up. Um but but yeah, in general, I mean, I think I think the investors that are actively doing stuff and and, and real estate agents as well. Like, listen, if a real tra- a real estate investment or real estate agent transaction might have been an easier transaction in the past, it's definitely slower now. So that makes people busier and I would hope, in general, that anyone who has downtime right now and they you know they want to grow. I'm not talking about someone who is content with you know doing their few deals and do and and that's it. I'm talking about someone who's hungry and wants to be proactive and wants to take advantage of this and they don't have the transactional work like some of the other people do, go, go out and start creating your marketing campaigns right now. Go out, put your systems and your strategies in place. This is the best time to do it. It's the absolute best the best the best time to do it. Like, if you're not bogged down with other stuff to do, figure out ways. Like, this is the re the reset and the opportunity to put a lot of other things in place inside your business. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, and that uh, that that's that's what kills me is that this week, i dude, I was on a roll. I know, uh, was it this week or last week? I said I was going to finish that funnel for a new marketing campaign we got, but this week, man, it was just like out of control. That like everything like turned back on, and I'm kind of mad at myself that I got derailed. And I foresee people in the future that as soon as everything's considered turned back on or they're ready to rock and roll, um, all he- you know, I don't want to say all hell is gonna break loose, but you're gonna lose sight of these projects that you wanted to complete. Um, you know, and that's something to be wary of, you know, that you know, when things come back on, take it slow and steady, do it right, you know, make what's right for you. And if you wanna get these long term projects done, get them complete. That's my goal next week is to Finish that out. I'm really mad. It, it is kind of a complicated, complicated project, and it was probably going to take me more than a week. But uh, <clears throat> I did get derailed with uh, what happened this
0: week. Yeah, I mean, and that happens. That's part of it. I mean, transactional work is a big, uh, you know, a big piece, and the growth and the marketing and you know the higher level stuff has to get has to occur. And you know, unfortunately, these days, you know, that I've been doing a lot of that early morning and late at night because you know I have on my to do list of some of those projects that have to get done even though I've got a lot of transactional work that, that's getting completed and these days, and we've all talked about it, you know, the process in general is a little bit slower, you know, getting additional documents from people, figuring out, um, you know, just, it's just slower in, in general. So. Yep. Um, what, what, who else do we have Friday next week?
1: So Friday, we're going to do a case study with Matt Fullerton. Um, he, uh, he's, a, he's a wholesaler and he's done some impressive numbers. We're going to do a case study on a hoarder house that they wholesaled. Uh, we're going to get some interesting information to what they're seeing in the marketplace, how they're setting up their marketing campaigns, what their goals are for the their forecast is for the uh, early, uh, the rest of the year. You know, I think they had lofty goals. I think last year they did close to seven figures in uh, wholesale fees. So I'd be interested to see what his expectation is for the rest of the year with everything that's taken place um, and where he sees the market to head or where it's headed. Nice. So, and
0: don't and don't we owe don't we owe a shout out to uh to somebody who just had their first kid today too?
1: We do. Jim Chibbers had <laughs> his first kid, baby girl. Um, <laughs> I don't want to butcher their name because I don't exactly remember what he told me the name is. I think it was Charlotte or Caroline. Uh, but either way, congratulations, Jim, and to the wife, uh, Jim. You don't even know what's about to happen to you. So. Congratulations.
0: First, first kid. I remember those days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Next you know, you wind up with three, four. Easy, five, easy, six.
0: Easy, easy as can be. One, yeah. one, one kid at a time. You need one kid per parent. He's got one kid for two parents. So it should be easy for him.
1: Oh, yeah. And she'll, she'll be like, oh, you know, the baby. And she'll be taking care of it. You know, you won't have to do much, Jim. So I expect you back at work on Monday, 7 a.m. Uh, I'll be calling
0: you first thing. So um some commercial asset tell them tell for him we're that. all looking for some good some good distressed commercial assets to get our hands involved in
1: yes yes if he finds them we will uh we will get him back on here and let him present them because they are they are some nice deals when you do them um and we just lucked out on one that we finished up on but i think this weekend's going to be nice great weekend to get out enjoy the weather do your thing, whether you believe in what's going on or not. You know, enjoy the weather. We're we're going to get the uh, boat squared away and get the creek house opened up. Hopefully, do some fishing from land and uh, and yeah, um, you're not allowed
0: to go on the boat. You're not allowed to go on the boat, right.
1: right? You can fish for sustenance, but I don't want to put myself out there in case you know anybody's watching. But uh, we might take the boat out and cast some uh, lines and see what happens. So, but uh, no, the weather's supposed to be good. I'm excited for next week to get back into. Um, three people next week. So I think that will be awesome bill. And uh, hopefully we can get Dino on next week. And Matt will be uh we'll be all good, good studies. Oh, and uh, we got our case, uh, our cost segregation study underway. I'll be keeping people posted how that goes in real time. As we go through the process, we're doing virtual surveys right now. Um, and we're moving along with that. So. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah, I think it's dinner time. It's Friday night. Have a drink, shut it down. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, we'll catch you all on Tuesday.
0: Check you later. Check you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Reserve Podcast. Do us a favor and like, comment, and share our broadcast. It helps the algorithm and helps us spread the word too. Till next time.